Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. Welcome back, everybody. We are here to stay. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was so masculine to me. Oh. Anyways, um, today we're going to talk about something super. I wouldn't say controversial, but I feel like there's a lot to be said about such a simple movement, aka the deadlift. Yeah. Well, I was going to say it. You totally took that away from I thought, me. Well, you looked at me like you wanted me to say it. <laughs> You know uh, what? Oh, I'll tell you about it after. Well, no, I um, stopped by a couple places, and they're like, yeah. I can hear that laugh anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I try not to laugh that way, but I... Yeah, you're annoying. You're... Wow. Don't You don't fall too far from that tree, dude. Your laugh... Oh. Oh, we have such a special guest today. Uh, he's my favorite little human being. How old is he now? Five and a half months. Five and a half months. He's like jumping. He's got all the energy right now. Love this journey for you. And he's such a happy baby. Anyways, so we're going to talk about the deadlift. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Basically breaking it down, mm-hmm. um, and since you know we're talking about it, I want to ask you: What are some of your favorite cues? Uh, which reminds me, you went to a really cool. Yeah, I went to the CrossFit Level Thank One you. for healthcare providers. I wanted to say seminar, but it is a seminar. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, before we dive into that, because I want to ask you some questions. We can talk about questions. that next time. Yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah. Um, what are your, some of your favorite cues, or better yet, how do you break down such a loaded question? But how do you break down your deadlift? So the deadlift, to me, has always been something that people find it rather easy to do, but never do mechanically or technically sound. Ooh, that right? is very true. Like, people like, just oh, see I it, I can just pick floor. shit up off the floor, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just pick it up off the floor. No, don't touch that. And then I can just touch, uh, grab it off the floor, pick it up, and I'm good, and right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, that is so true. So the thing for me that I always address that usually fixes most mechanical errors is the setup. Oh, 100%. Right? So, like, if you fix yeah. the setup then everything else will kind of get better with that. Um, some common faults that I see, and I'm sure you see, right? It's like where they're lifting and then they hit their knees. Or they oh, kind of yeah. like wrap around their knees. Yes. Right? So how would you fix that? So a lot of the times I think that's a hinge. If we're talking about, I see it more common when they're returning to the floor as opposed to picking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it can go both ways. But if, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, if I'm saying they've already lifted the barbell from the ground, mm-hmm. right, relatively well, which maybe I should say it in reverse, but I'm not. When they're going back to the starting position, they're not hinging enough yeah. for fear of injury to the back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so they're when, like trying it pretty squatty. Yeah. It starts to go squatty. Yeah, then mm-hmm. it's looking real squatty for lack mm-hmm. of better words. Uh, and I feel that just simply saying stick your butt out further mm-hmm. tends to create this bar path that's straight up and down, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I feel like that's one easy cue mm-hmm. is take your hips back, and that way it allows for that bar to go, again, straight up and down and not have to go around the knees. Yeah. So if we talk about it in reverse, right, picking up from the ground, mm-hmm. it, it is going back to that same concept of it's too squatty. Yes, yeah, too squatty. Like your that meaning hips are too low. Right, too low and your knees are too far forward. Too far forward. So literally what you can, if you're one of those people that has that kind of deadlift where you're like hitting your knee mm-hmm. or like wrapping around the knee and it doesn't feel like your bar is going straight, 
I always like to say, just push your knees back more. Like right. in the start position. Like push your knees Ooh, back. that makes sense. Right? And as you push your knees back, then the knees become very vertical. Mm-hmm. And then the bar path will be there. And then once you pass the knees, then the hips come to the bar, not the bar to the hips. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's another thing where they just kind of, they try to come, they try to meet the bar, meet their hips toward the bar, almost mm-hmm. like a humping, yeah. for lack of better words, mm-hmm. a humping movement, instead of just allowing them to meet. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like the hips are trying to press up against the bar and it's not like that. Yeah. You should be able to meet at the top and mm-hmm. then you guys should see my hand gestures. <laughs> They're meeting, not literally hitting each other, or the hips hitting the bar. Yeah. That shouldn't happen. So let's talk about the setup, right? You mentioned mm-hmm. the setup. You want to start with a setup. What is it? Well, ask me the question, how do I set up? How do you set up? (laughs) (laughs) Figure I'd pass it on to me. So I always like to start off with the feet, and I Mm -hmm. feel like that's common knowledge, but I'm putting it out in the universe. Mm -hmm. You want to start with your shoelace knots underneath the barbell. Yes. Right? That's what I say all the time, and I Mm -hmm. can't unsay that. Start with the shoelace knots underneath the barbell, and then your foot positioning. Yeah. Um, For me, and to keep it very, very general i always want to i reference this as a power position where your feet are underneath your shoulders yeah that's where you're gonna hip find the part yeah hip with the mm-hmm. part and for me my verbal cue is hip underneath shoulders and that's your power position i mm-hmm. use that for power like if you learn your power position where your feet should be that's money for the from building to a power clean a squat clean mm-hmm. whatever put your feet underneath or sorry shoelace knots underneath the barbell feet underneath your shoulders mm-hmm and then we're working our way up from hands, elbows to shoulder blades. Your hands are like hooks. Your elbows are like long cables that mm-hmm. do not bend. That do not bend at all. At all. And then you pinch your shoulder blades back and down. Mm-hmm. And then your hips kind of follow in place. Yeah. Right. So I start off again in real time. Shoelace under bar. Uh, shoelace knots under barbell. Feet underneath shoulders. Hands in. It's your preference, right? Mm-hmm. You can do hand over or hand under hand yeah. or mixed grip, if you will. I do mixed grip if I know I'm lifting heavier. Right. That means me. she's weak. Shut up. Anyways, or be quiet. Uh, hand under, hand over, and and, and that's going to be really based on your your preference, right? You mm-hmm. you. And or, you know, it can be from weakness, but again, preference is what I'm leaning towards. She's weak. And then shoulder blades back and down. Yeah. I need, and this is what I tell my athletes, this is what I tell my patients that are just learning, period. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the things I need them to say in their mind every time. Shoelace knots underneath the barbell, feet underneath shoulders, hands or hooks, mm-hmm. arms, elbows straight, shoulders back and down. Mm-hmm. Then the hips follow. Something that... Um... I always like to cue is the barbell start, starts against the shin bone, right? Mm-hmm. Against the tibia. So it starts there. That means that the bar is close to you. And then you want that vertical path from there. From there, if your knees are too far forward, just push them back. Uh, based on all the cues, I give a lot of similar cues just like you. The big thing sometimes that I also see is like how far should my hands be? Oh, yeah. And we always go like thumbs. Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> That's my son turning on my music. That was a good background song. Yeah. I was like, okay, I see you, see you. Okay. That's right. And so the knurling, right? Like yeah. the, the ribbed part, mm-hmm. thumb width. Thumb width apart from like your waist uh-huh. and then you go down. Something to get better hip engagement, I tell people, is to um, also like your knees are kind of like next to your elbows. Uh-huh. So push your knees against your elbows to get Ooh, better, okay. like, better hip engagement. Sure. So then as you rise, then you're really engaged rather than sure. like knock knee or your knees collapsing in. Mm-hmm. Um what else? Like, um, the shoulders down and back. Uh-huh. That's very hard for people to do. Oh, yeah. Right? Especially like if they don't have mobility. Yeah. So then 
they they do um so something sometimes that i do with them is i put a band and i pull on the bar with the band oh right so then, so they, then yes. they're engaging their lats so that so, the oh, bar stays true. close to you so kind of speaking to that i set up most of the athletes with pvc and a band for mm-hmm. that reason yeah. because it's so ch- i don't even start with the barbell yeah so if i take it back even further if i'm breaking it down from the very very foundation yeah i'm putting the band around a pvc pipe you know what i'm talking about yeah and having them actively keep that pvc pipe close to their body and then learning how to create that straight up and down pathway with their lats engaged because it's like an unfamiliar movement a really cool cue i heard this past weekend that i really like for because people don't are very unaware of like their spine position right? sure. like that's something yeah. that we see a lot as physical therapists and like we don't know what spinal flexion spinal extension is but what a very good cue that i heard was pretend i'm sliding some ice down the, your back like drop ice on your back and like, oh, what you do and yeah. so like that gives you that like midline stability for the deadlift that's fair um i so, feel like that might create for me overarching you don't think well i mean i mean right now because you're sitting but oh. in the deadlift position it's really hard to over oh that's fair overarch okay. because you're in a flex position yeah no i, I can understand so that. you create that stability within I do see where the mm-hmm. stimulation will come from just thinking mm-hmm. about it. Okay, that's yeah. mm-hmm. That's actually really good. I, I do think that, um, you know, right now I have an athlete that has mobility issues and kind of speaking to the hips now, right? Like mm-hmm. if the hips are too high, they're re- they're basically pulling with their back. If yeah. the hips are too low, then you're actually try- at that point trying to perform a squat. Yeah, trying to. So finding that happy medium, it becomes easy when you realize that that bar path is simply moving straight up and down and being aware of where your spine is in space. Mm -hmm. Um, One other thing that I see is that some athletes like to look up yeah that's you don't want to do that then you start creating you kind of want to look at that like 45 degree angle forward in front of you yep stay looking straight ahead and i feel Mm -hmm. like that's something that can help reduce that increased curve in that lower back uh, another common fault we see, and I've seen it a lot, is when you overpull and you're like overextend at the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Back. When they stand up and then like try and lean back yeah, too. Yeah, you're kind leaning of... back and humping the bar. Yeah. The no, I yeah. Hate, cannot stand that. Yeah. One thing that I don't actually, I Emma just. Emma doesn't. Does she? She does do yeah, that. Yeah, she does it. Like when she's she does. Yeah. Back. She like art. And then, so it's painful to see A. Uh, B, one thing that I, I guess a cue that I like to use is squeeze your glutes. Mm-hmm. And for some reason that has for some not all it, it reduces the fact that they want to arch because mm-hmm. they're just trying to squeeze so it actually has them go more upright versus um versus actually extending backwards does that make sense yeah he almost ripped his whole shirt off that's a heavy duty tag for a small shirt yeah so anyways finding glutes i always yeah. say squeeze your glutes at the top that tends to reduce the extension i would just saying it out loud i feel like that would create more but for whatever reason squeezing the glutes allows them to stand more upright as opposed to leaning back for some reason like you said for me when i say squeeze the glutes i've always noticed like maybe an over a little bit of an over arch right and then you have to correct the arch yeah uh, which is what kind of you were alluding to so another (laughs) another cool thing i heard was just like squeeze your quads and squeeze oh so like yeah that's one because yeah because and then it'll 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 tend to like not have them overarch uh but everybody's different right everybody's gonna respond to different cues but i do like the quads because mm-hmm. i feel like that does say a lot yeah. one other thing push that the I, ground away from you i was just about Dang. to say that a lot of people think of deadlift as a pulling versus a pressing well, yeah it's a pressing movement you know what i'm saying yeah if like, you if you're at the gym and you're in a leg press machine you're doing the same shit with a deadlift exactly same thing with rowing for the yeah. exception of the act, actual pull pulling, motion yeah i i explain the rowing like a deadlift yeah 
um, you are pressing with your feet, and at the very end, yes, there is a pulling mm-hmm. mechan- or a pull motion, but it's a hundred percent press. Yeah. If you're pressing through your feet, your arms are literally just long, long yeah. cables with hooks at the end. Yeah. That's it. And I love that you said that. And I'm mad we didn't say it sooner. You want it for those of us that think of deadlift as a pulling motion. You're wrong. Yeah. You think about you're pushing away from the ground or pushing the ground away from you. Yeah. Whichever way you want to think about it, it is way more leg and obviously more leg involvement. Mm-hmm. If you're finding yourself yanking the barbell you're doing something wrong mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like creating the tension in that barbell the way we're telling you to set up or recommending not mm-hmm. telling recommending you to set up is your bread and butter mm-hmm. if you know how to set up literally if you have a, a, a system a systematic way of setting up do it every time yeah you reduce the likelihood of potential injury period you can't run i mean you can't stop the inevitable sometimes things happen we know that but if you have a systematic approach of how you set up every time at the barbell creating tension in that barbell and pressing away from the ground the likelihood of you creating some version of injury is, is a lot less. less you know um sometimes when people struggle with like well am i quad dominant am i hamstring dominant with movements uh-huh. i always ask people like when you lift where are you the most sore after yeah right so that's another thing that you you as an athlete can find out it's like if you're deadlifting which is more of a posterior chain oh, activation yeah. exercise and then you're getting sore in the quads there is something wrong with the setup something wrong with the lift so kind of think about everything we talked about today and if you're not getting sore more in the posterior chain then there's something going on posterior chain meaning like glutes, Moves hammies, like glute, hammies. lower back soreness is not unheard of it's normal it's normal yeah, yeah. And I, I that's something that like people are like well my back was really sore the next day well you are hinging yeah right and you are utilizing putting tension on your back yeah you are putting tension on that back you're utilizing those muscles aka the posterior chain so it's okay to be sore there but if you like you mentioned are sore in the quads mm, yeah really yeah mm-hmm. so we wanted to break down the deadlift a little bit. Um, originally, I had brought, I came with the idea to talk about the squat, but we talked about we'd already it. talked about that. And we're barely addressing, addressing the deadlift. We, that's so sad. <laughs> I feel like we just completely missed that. So if there is, I, I love that you said it, it's very, very simple. If you are, cre- if there's soreness in areas such as the front part of your body, mm. you're doing something wrong. If mm. you're unsure if you're lift- lifting correctly and your back is the only thing that's not sore but hurting, there's something going on there. Mm. If you're lifting period and you're all you're getting is back pain, come check us come hang out with us. We might be able to help you out with a few things. Mm-hmm. We want you to deadlift. It's good for you. Continue lifting. Yes, continue. if you have back pain, deadlifting is not bad for you. Exactly. You just did that was wonderful. Yes. That's such a good we're load gonna it. end with that. Yeah. Right. Load that lower back guys. Uh, until next time, keep reaching out to us. Send us some comments, some ideas of what we should be talking about. Yeah, let's not talk about Danielle's pants. Wow. Oh, my. My pants are really nice. Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano, where, where you, you come, come first. first.